0: Sliced apples podcast with Alex and David.
1: So lazy when it comes to grocery store. It's like go in the middle of the day for no reason. I've got perfectly good hours at the end of the day. I'll go. I like going to the grocery store at like nine or ten p.m. Right before I go to bed. Because I'm not going to eat anything when I get back. I'm not one of those people. It's like, oh, I got all these groceries. like let me cook it all right now. Like I don't do that. I'm just like, okay, I'm stocked up.
2: Like, and there's no lines.
1: And there's no lines, and I can be in and out in like 20 minutes. So yep. it's, if I go on like Sundays, I'm there for an hour and a half. so in actuality it's a better use of my time.
2: Um, I love the, late target runs are the best too.
1: Don't tell don't say that in front of Lizzie.
0: Duh. Wait, say what? Nothing. Oh, I missed it. Yeah. My mattress
1: did. is gonna be ready today. Somehow, some way. Storm- I just get
0: curbside uh, every time.
1: I didn't want to pay eighty dollars for them to ship
2: my mattress to me. You curbside your your groceries? All the time, bro. You know, I, I think it's HEB does delivery.
1: HEB does delivery. They use favor. You got to pay like seven bucks or something. I've yeah. Got it.
0: Yeah. It's
1: decently convenient. I just, I pick up, when I go to the grocery store, I'll pick up proteins. And I don't like when people pick my proteins for me because mm-hmm. there are certain things that I look for and like, or fruits like bananas. So Lizzie thinks I'm weird about this, right? Like this is something that I'm kind of like freaked out by. I don't like really like big girthy bananas. You know I'm talking about? Like the ones that are like this fucking long, like I'm talking 14 inch bananas so plantains no. no
2: no they're still bananas
1: like bananas Oh, you find them at walmart because first of all if you can look this up but they genetically enhance bananas to be bigger and also i don't believe they're naturally that color they're not naturally yellow they're naturally like dark and so they don't look attractive so americans have genetically modified them to not only to be bigger but to be yellow and i don't like when they go overboard and they get huge because I get intimidated <laughs> by the banana size. <laughs> I don't yep. really want to eat a banana that big. So
0: it's kind—it's kind of funny out. that you bring that up. Uh, the other day, I was deep into uh, that one episode of Joe Rogan's podcast with the dietitians, dietetics, whatever—I don't remember their names—but they were talking about like essentially how veganism is very bad for your health essentially and you need meat to survive and how meat isn't actually bad for the planet and all that jargon but it was very interesting one because i didn't know it was that big of a deal i didn't know vegans really out here like oh the 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 meat the cattle they're ruining the environment and meat is bad for you and da 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 I didn't know it was that big of a deal. I mean, maybe because we're in Texas, you know, Texas, we don't play that. That's definitely what it is. Well, they're here too. We gotta have. They are here for sure. They're here. Well, at least not in College Station, Texas. (laughs) No shot. No shot. But that it it was really interesting uh, to hear just their knowledge of not only food but like how your body reacts to certain foods, what it takes. From certain foods, what your body needs from those certain foods, what vegan foods try to recreate, and why it's bad for your digestive system, et cetera, et etc, it just kind of blew my mind on in cha- I was like, man, I would hate to be these people because imagine the way they see food and look at like eating food. I bet it's not the same
1: <laughs> no I mean it isn't they so they they consume like the diet is based around like a healthy or some call an unhealthy amount of vitamins that you have to take that supplement what proteins and what vitamins you're using. So there's just a lot of n- raw natural minerals and vitamins that you get from red meat, from white meat, from chick or from uh, fish. It's just something that you can't replace unless you're taking pills. And it's specifically for that. For example, if Each I day. am a, If I'm a, I guess a pescatarian is somebody who only consumes fish. So if I'm somebody who avoids eating fish, I'm going to be really low on zinc. So as well as iron. So I would have to take a supplement like a pill, a regular dosage of zinc and iron in order to stay healthy. That was a huge issue with COVID is that people were really low on iron and zinc. And it's like, you're not taking the supplements to replace that need. And you're feeling unhealthy because you don't have that vitamin and then you won't eat the necessary foods that contain that vitamin like salad and, and black bean burgers and, and whatever else like I'm fully on board, dude, I've done I've, I've eaten very clean like that before not to the point of veganism. But it, it, it makes you feel weaker if you don't do it right, like you you will feel weaker. So yeah, it's amazing.
0: And they they said even uh, they mentioned the vitamins and the supplements you're talking about. And they said even that, that cannot replace the real thing. Um, yeah. it, it, it's because essentially it's artificial. Exactly. Um, it's artificial. And, you know, they start explaining the digestive track and stuff. I think one of them is B12. That yeah. comes from the B12 that, um, some people of those should, vegan, people vegan should foods, just take
1: B12 regularly. Like you should just take a B12 like dose every single day. It would make you feel better.
0: And the thing is, the guy was talking about how people, he has people that have, uh, I guess, uh, patients that have autoimmune digestive uh, issues. And he said he's put them on the carnivore diet. And literally, it it essentially, they said meat. You, you just can't go wrong with meat. Like they said, there were, the carnivore diet, they said so many people, have they put on it and they lost so much weight they are a lot healthier than they were before. And the thing is, he, uh, they were talking about the psychological effect of it too. When you don't have the sides, say if you're eating just straight meat, it's harder for you to overeat. Whereas when you have a steak and some mashed potatoes and macaroni, like it's just something with your, your psyche that you keep wanting more of each thing. Rather, if you just eat like a fucking 20 ounce steak, you're, once you get full, you're going to be like, I'm full. I'm, I'm not eating anymore.
1: That was my experience with it. I did the carnivore diet for about yeah. 45 days. Yeah, I remember that. And dude, it, it's amazing. Like you're saying a great example to use is like mashed potatoes and steak or like uh, cream of corn or broccoli or whatever on the side. Like people nowadays eat until they feel their stomach full right? Like you eat until you're like, Oh, I'm full, I can feel like I'm full. That's not natural, like that's not healthy. Right. And I learned that eating the carnivore diet, because when you eat just like half a pound of ground beef for breakfast, like you feel kind of like, okay, I'm not like full, like I don't feel full. But my body was performing, I was training for the marathon, like my body was performing better than it was when I was eating carbs and regular dosage of vitamin now i was taking a lot of vitamins or yeah a lot of vitamins to supplement uh vegetables was the word i was gonna use a regular dosage of vegetables but i was at the time taking a lot of vitamins to supplement uh the loss of those things and i felt incredible man like i slept better like i had more energy it was weird so like the first week we talked about this the first week i was like the shits were i mean (laughs) something out of hell man i mean seriously
0: that's what Joe Rogan said, too. He said, and the shits were bad.
1: to the shits are something out of hell. I mean, it is prescribed from the devil himself. But once you get past that phase, like, I felt so good every day. The only issue with it is, is, like, it's it's pretty expensive because you're yeah. only eating, like, high-quality yeah. protein. And your body performs really well. And I felt, like, energized all the time. And I slept well. And every everything that you would think it did It's just when I go to the grocery store for a week, it was like $150 because it was all protein. Like I didn't buy any, like there's no rice, there's no pasta, there's no, you know, salad to mix in or like, oh, here's some bread or tortillas. No, the only cheating idea is I had eggs in the morning with my ground beef because I was like, "I I have to have eggs. I can't not eat eggs. I can't only ground beef. And then I would have anything from typically just a chicken breast for lunch and then a steak or uh at one point i had a ton of brisket um i don't think i ever ate fish i think it was just white and red meat i don't think i ever did fish but it was dude fucking brutal (laughs) the first week and then it rocked
0: i just don't understand like if you think about it for thousands of years our species hunted ate meat and survive this long. Oh, yeah. And they, may, they, they talked about that. They're like, you know, our species survived on getting, eating meat. If you were lucky, you were able to hunt, get meat, and bring it back to the, to the clan family, whatever. If you were unfortunate enough to not get any meat, then you would resort to, oh, we got to eat some some veggies or some plant berries, crops yeah. or berries or whatnot. And it's kind of funny how now people are trying to make that the opposite. Like meat is the bad thing, which to a certain extent, some of the ways that some meat is processed, yes. Yeah. It's not good. good. Yeah. And so, but to totally say meat is bad. ooh. That's that's no way. No, especially when you got I mean, you have the impossible burger. What? Mm. Bro, how can you does it it just it's kind of logic. How can they make a burger that's not actually meat? They have to put a bunch of stuff into it. It's not going to be.
1: They make it in a lab. Yeah, like they make it in a lab. It's not natural.
0: Exactly. So (laughs) why would something artificial be better than something natural coming from, you know, a cattle that has been out on a ranch grass fed. And then the idea that cattle and cows and whatnot are bad for the environment. What does that even mean, bro? They've been living here as long as we have now all of a sudden they're bad for the environment. It just, dude, it's
1: it's just just demonizing anything that is linked to it so they can like get across their point.
2: I have to defend the Impossible Burger. So, me personally, red meats make me super shaky. Like, if I eat a lot, like, if I eat a steak, a big steak, dude, I get super shaky and like, I feel like weird. If I have an Impossible Burger, I mean, I'm fine, dude, it's like, the ingredients are literally soy protein concentrate, coconut oil, sunflower oil, potato protein, and a bunch of other stuff. But I get the taste of like, a burger and meat, and I don't feel like shit afterwards. We'll see. So I love you, that.
0: You you got a problem. You need to go ahead, pop on that podcast, try to figure out what your issue is. Get on that carnivore diet because apparently it fixes I everything. Yes, you can. Yes, you can, bud.
1: Your body yeah. can adapt. It's amazing what your body can adapt to. A lot of that's that's another thing is that we've kind of lost faith in how our bodies operate. Like people who are like, I can't eat this or I'll die. Like, sure, there are some medical conditions that definitely you know don't allow you to eat certain foods but you know just because you haven't had milk in six months doesn't mean you're lactose intolerant right like your body your body can adapt that's how it works so people have lost faith in that and
0: the the lady the lady on there literally has celiac she has celiac and she can eat meat bro
2: (laughs) then you can feel super shitty i mean i still eat it all the time but like i feel like really like drowsy and like just like fatigued like right afterwards but i eat, I still eat it all the time, I probably well, that's because
1: like, it's a heavy protein like that's it, ta- it it's tiring for your body to process. Have you ever eaten a sh like Thanksgiving?
2: no no, it's, it's a different it's a different type of thing. It's like almost when like you know if you get dehydrated, you kind of feel like kind of like out of it like yeah yeah I, I get that feeling sometimes like worse than others but it's, it's like with dairy, like I eat dairy all the time, sometimes I get the shits real bad and sometimes I don't
1: yeah but, exactly. Like,
2: but like with red meats, depending how much I eat, like if if I eat like two burgers like within the week, on that second burger, I feel like super just dizzy and like nauseous and just like weak. It's super weird. I, I've, I've never I've, I've never known why, but
1: everybody's bodies work differently, man. I don't deal in absolutes. Only morons deal in absolutes. I can tell you right now that everybody's bodies work differently. And if you can't consume red meat for whatever reason, then good for you. I'm glad that you live in the 21st century because if you lived in Caveman times, you would have been dead. <laughs> that's, that's just how it works. Nah, I mean, if we're take, being honest,
0: you would have taken the drowsiness. It's all right. That's right. But, um, you know, it was funny when they talked about you know vegans and stuff. The first thing I thought, like, and how you don't get the appropriate nutrition and stuff. The first person I thought of was Arian Foster, because I remember Arian Foster was a motherfucking beast. And then he decided to go vegan and injury after injury after injury. It just went all downhill from there. And I was just like, dude, go order a fat steak and stop being so injured and get out here on the field, man.
1: Yeah, it's just it's a consistent effort to demonize something that doesn't need to be demonized because there has to be a total acceptance of one way like it's just tribalism at its core man it's like you're not a part of this tribe you don't believe that eating like eating in eating clean that's the thing it's like you have to eat clean you got to eat like this it's like okay well you you, you know we still have the highest obesity rate in in the
0: world So, you know what i'm gonna start a trend let's d can we demonize cnn plus and and it's not because i don't believe what they're i don't believe what they're preaching or i'm on one side or the other but like who orders that shit, bro? I saw that during the the, the national championship so yeah. during the basketball game. They had a commercial for it, and I'm like, who the how left wing do you have to be to pay six dollars a month for CNN Plus? And what do they have on there that you cannot get on your regular TV CNN channel? Like, I need to know. I don't understand. It's a news outlet. It's a news source. Is there
1: really news anymore? Is it? I mean, either side. Yeah, it's
0: a media outlet, quote unquote, media outlet, quote unquote, news source, whatever. What do you need a subscription for the news for? It's like, oh, something big happened, but we're only going to talk about it on CNN plus go subscribe now. But on here, we're not going to talk about it. Here's the weather.
1: It's just, I mean, it's, It's funny when you look at these things in like CNN Plus and Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, they're all very left wing and they all are, you know, and left wings are typically anti-establishment, anti like, you know, bureaucracy. And then they all have these subscription fees in order to read their content. And so it doesn't make any sense to me, like, you know, and I'm with you, I'm sure Fox and all the other places, I mean, they're all trying to, you know, soak as many as much money out of their their viewers as they can so there's no doubt about that i just think it's kind of silly it's supposed to be the news
0: <laughs> yeah it's, i just i was just like how lib do you have to be seriously to Ooh, cnn plus yeah i'm gonna order that it's not even like it's stars or something like stars Ooh, that's a show i might want to watch
1: that's just a bad decision at that point
0: <laughs> yeah it's just i i don't I, I guess. Hey, whatever makes the money, I guess. You know, I don't know who I was
1: talking about stars. If you're paying for a subscription to stars, that's a bad decision right there. You need to cancel that subscription. That's like paying to see Hallmark movies.
0: Well, they do have the whole uh Power, I think it's Power series on there with the... Oh. So I okay. almost did one time because my coworker was hyping it up to me because it's like apparently it's like the cinematic Marvel cinematic universe, but the drug dealing Kind <laughs> or something right.
1: uh um, so superheroes it's Chapos, <laughs>
0: yeah, <this is> all <laughs> Chapos and uh all that all that good stuff, but i almost i almost he almost hyped hyped it up enough, but I resisted and got through got through the hype essentially, I would still like to watch it, but
1: i uh i unfortunately did not get through the hype i uh... After spending many, many hours, probably hundreds of hours on this podcast slandering Apple products, as I hold Apple products, I went out and purchased an iPad. And I only sent it to you two for this reason exactly. I just was like, look what I purchased today. It's a pretty good decision. And Uh, uh, y'all both have one, right? Which kind do y'all have?
0: uh, The most recent iPad Pro... Uh
1: the is it the M1 what? chip or is it the older one?
2: M1 M1 chip. Okay. I have the the eleven, the Pro the the first time with the new pencil with the pencil came out.
1: Oh okay. So that's like does it does have the button on
2: it. What do you mean? No, no, like no. Like no. the button oh, on
1: okay, no, no.
0: Okay.
1: I uh yeah, this is the twelve point nine M1 two fifty six gigabyte because it's so stupid how every single service I sign up for gives me cloud storage. And so why would I need a one terabyte <laughs> tablet when everything I own has? I I, I signed up for a, a new phone plan. It comes with 600 gigabytes of Verizon uh, cloud storage. I was like, here's another one. You know, <laughs> I've got 500 here, a terabyte here,
0: 600 here. I don't even use that one. I don't know how to use it. Like, <laughs> like Exactly. How do so, I even use this? <laughs>
1: So I bought the 256. Um, it's cool. I it's cool. It cost me, you know, seventeen hundred dollars with all the uh, accessories. I got the keyboard and the the pencil. The keyboard was like three fifty. The pencil's like another hundred or whatever. And then the tablet itself. The price difference because I'm gonna use it primarily as like a work deal. Uh, but also it's fun to do like Photoshop and stuff on and other things like that. It's a generally useful tablet or generally useful uh, piece of electronic. But um, yeah, I, I mean, it was $1,200 for this one and it was like 1100 for the last year's one. I was like, I guess I'll just buy the M one and it doesn't even have Premiere pro on it. Like I have to use, I have to learn how to use iMovie now or do y'all use a different video editing program. It has Photoshop, but Photoshop is limited. And so I'm kind of pissed. Cause now I can't even really use it for what I wanted to use it for because it's so limited by the iOS. And this is exactly why I was upset at Apple for so long.
0: <laughs> it was funny watching that YouTube. I watched a YouTube video of a windows guy uh, buying the new MacBook pro <laughs> and just, I swear, dude, 10 minutes of just raging about why can't I see the, the speed of the transfer transferring of the file on here? Like, do you guys, do you guys just not care? Do you guys just not care? Like, I need to know: is my ten bit giganet giga uh, ten gig ten bit uh, giga up, 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 gigabit ten up, up. gigabit and Ethernet working? <laughs> is this that, that that whatever? And he's just like, I was just laughing because he said, I would ask on all these forums, these Mac users would be like, "Well, it's a Mac, we don't need that," or, "Oh, it's a Mac, like." It's the best. Just trust it. Just trust it. (laughs) And he's just like, I cannot believe this. This is, it makes so much sense about Mac users. (laughs) I was, I was laughing, bro.
1: Dude, it is. I mean, it's like, it's exactly what I wanted it to be. You know, I can do what I need to do work-wise. It's like a bigger version of my phone. So it's nice that I don't, I guess, have to use this brand new, Phone that I got somehow. So that's like what they get me. What doesn't make any sense to me is y'all tried your Apple Pencil on the phone. It doesn't work. Mm -mm. You can't write on the phone with the Apple Pencil, which to me is the complete opposite of their business model. We want everything to be synchronized. We want everything to work together. Everything talks, but you can't use the pencil on the phone. Makes no sense. How does that work? Uh... I can only use it on this one product I bought, but I can't use it on any of the other
2: products that you offer. I've never even thought to try it.
1: I just I, thought I was, like, clicking with it on my phone. I was like, I wonder, like, because I was using the iPad when I was trying to get it set up, and then I just, like, clicked with it, and it doesn't even register. I'm like, this is the, I mean, it's the 13. I got the I, new I, iPad. I, I the
0: try, new pencil. I, <laughs> I tried it, too, and I was like, ah, damn it.
1: How does it, I mean, seriously, like, it's not that anybody would buy the pencil separately just to use it on their phone. I think that's a bit silly, but I could see why you would if you wanted to do that like for little notes or whatever i guess um but to not even offer it to me is just totally counter what they what they sell it's like you know buy all our products everything can be in sync
2: silly i'm exposing apple right now and neither y'all are like
1: well I'm,
2: i'm i'm wondering like maybe if they can't because of the note stylist it's gotta be a
1: screen difference that's all it's gotta be but yeah, I'm sure there's already know. some PC dude that's raged about that, and I don't need to look up that Reddit forum.
0: So uh, it's just, I mean, it's from what the guy was talking about, you know, hearing his perspective. It's just one of those things where it's just a personal preference because they, Mac, does have its like thing, its mm-hmm. niche, it's it's stuff that it is good at compared to Windows. But it's just about the person. Like, what do you? I'm I'm not oblivious. Like I know if I want the best performing computer on the planet Earth, you know, obviously I'm gonna build a PC, you know, Windows, whatever. But it's not me. I mean, I just want. It's just nice to when I one of the things he was talking about when he first opened the laptop and logged into it, he said it was so nice that all he had to put in was his um, login info for his iCloud, and he said. Everything just popped up. Yeah, everything, yeah. all my contacts, messages, all my preferences, everything like that. And then he also mentioned something about um, when he op- when you on a MacBook when you open it and log in, it's real quick to log in, whereas Windows might take a little time. Yeah, little definitely. Time. So it's just like you know, it just depends on your usage, the person. And what, what you're Look, I'm going to sound point.
1: incredibly ish and ignorant right now, but I'm going to tell you right now, if you're a smart financial person, you purchase a PC. If you don't care, you buy an Apple product because Apple products have a shorter lifespan than PC products because you can manipulate the, the components of a PC to work longer and better than you can manipulate. And you can't manipulate anything with an Apple product. So if you are a generally smarter financial person, you're looking at it numbers-wise. Like, I want the best performance for the least amount of money. You're going to buy a PC. The thing with Apple is, lazy, like, lazier people buy apples. That's why it's easy. It's, it's, and lazy is the wrong word. It's an easier product to buy. Like you said, you load up instantly, you log in, you're done. It's just easier.
2: They show you the the, the convenience of simplicity. like the Exactly. Whole, the whole thing about, like, I could not know shit about anything technological and just grab a MacBook, grab an iPad, and they sing together. And I feel like fucking Steve Jobs' is fucking self. Exactly. Like, yeah. it's so simple and they talk to each other that makes you feel like you, you're a technological person. That's fucking awesome. Like, pe- people pay just for that ease. And that's all it is, dude. Like, the iPhone is super easy to maneuver. Shit, my grandma could fucking maneuver her iPhone. Yeah. My aunt maneuvers her iPhone. They can't get on a computer. You know, like, in, if you give them a Windows phone, they're kind of, like, confused. And it's just like, well, you see this little square that says phone? That's the phone. And it's, like, it's, it's just so easy. Apple just shows yeah. you ease of use. And that's all they do.
0: And I, and I will say the one thing, though, is for common folk out there, um, you know if you buy a new Apple laptop, MacBook, you know what you're getting. You know it's going to work. You know it's going to perform very well. I will say on the windows slash PC side, you got to know what you're getting. Cause like, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I've described on here, the difficulties that Mia had with her Dell Mm -hmm. because, and you were saying, well, Dell's not a very good, not the best. Yeah. And, And that, and that, I think that's the thing with, with that side as well, because you have to, you have to know what you're buying. Not saying that, you know,
1: no, I know what blind. you're saying. Like when it when it comes to like purchasing a PC, there's let's say 10 different companies. With Apple, there's just one. So your Apple MacBook messes up. You go to Apple and say, What the fuck? My MacBook's messed up, fix it. With Dell's or with Asus or HP or whatever else, you're right. Like you have to know because it's more difficult to get the service you need because it's not monopolized like the
0: Apple market is. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a it's a wild card if you don't know. Is it like, am I gonna get this this PC or laptop I'm getting is it gonna perform the way I want it to as, as good yeah. as I want it Because sometimes it they do flop. I, I remember oh yeah Mia I I explained on here, Mia went through like three different laptops before she was like, screw it. I'm just gonna get the freaking new new MacBook. Like <laughs> Yeah, screw this. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no. I would advise anybody buying a laptop that if you are, you know, not interested in looking into the specifications or the track history of previous models or anything like that, which is not very difficult. Like, there's plenty of websites that have just one complete web page of like all the comparisons you need. You just read that web page. People don't want to do that. That's fine. Go buy an Apple product. Like that's what they're there for. You're gonna buy it. It's gonna work. If it doesn't work, you take it back to Apple and they fix it for you. So that's that's like. one of the many reasons I own an an iPhone is because a, the blue messages, I feel like I would actually lose clients if I didn't have blue messages, (laughs) which is the stupidest (laughs) fucking thing ever. But also because like the phone is the, 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 it's the piece of technology I care the least about. Like I could have an iPhone six and not care as long as it makes calls and I can get on the internet. If I need to look something up, I don't care how flashy it is. I don't, I don't care about that to me. It, it it's just a phone. Like I don't want to go spend a thousand dollars on a phone. That being said, like it's easy. If it messes up, I call Apple and they fix it. Or I take it into Apple. I would never buy an Android phone because it would be such a pain in the ass to try and get it to work with my PC. I can like, I can fix it myself. Basically. Like I, I've never had to take any of the PCs I've built into a geek squad to get fixed. Which is, I think, just the, the, that's the lowest point a PC gamer can hit is like, or a PC builder, I should say, is having to take your build into Geek Squad to get fixed. That is, that's sad. You can't fix the only, the only, the thing that you created, you can't figure out what's wrong and fix it. That's sad. Sad for you. But I like the iPad so far. It's cool. I, I like that I can now take it anywhere. Um, I'm curious to see the quality whenever we podcast and I'm not available, uh, for this computer, you know, the quality of it, but I'll be able to now. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a cool purchase. Time will tell if it's, if it's a smart purchase, but so far I think it's cool. So, but there was something else that happened over the weekend or I guess not over the weekend, but yesterday. And it's, I think basically our only sports topic is the natty college basketball national championship yesterday between kansas and north carolina which was not looking like such a good game going into half uh kansas down for down 20 40 to 25 down 15 going into the half and then they bounced back and ended up winning by what three two one however much pull up the score yeah. for me i don't even remember uh um, it was
0: 72 69 oh that's right so three points and that um, hey, hey i just want to that was straight off the dome i just want y'all to know that's that. pretty good straight
1: the good dome. um you know i mean we're we're not gonna make any bones about it i mean we're not college basketball fans you know we haven't been like hyping this up or watching it all season or know know all these players but so i want to take a different approach i was sitting with a friend of mine yesterday watching this game and this friend of mine is a uh let's just call him a hater he's just he's just a hater and he finds the little things he finds little things in everything to hate on or to rip apart and the thing he had about college basketball was is he said that old heads that don't watch the NBA for XYZ reasons say they like college more because there's defense. And his argument was the games are just sloppier. So in y'all's experience watching this game, as opposed to like, we're getting ramped up and going to have a special guest on on Friday for the NBA playoffs. What is y'all's opinion on that? Do they play hard defense? They play harder or is it just sloppier play because they're worse? It's <laughs> a good question, isn't it?
0: I mean, I I don't know. I, I feel like That's it's not the answer. They're, <laughs> both, they're both different in their own. But I wouldn't say one's better than the other, I guess, to watch. I enjoy both of them for what they are. It's not. I, I just.
2: I don't know.
1: they <laughs> well, even failed the assignment. So here, let me let me help you out. OK, Alejandro, you got an opinion. I'll, let me hear it.
2: Okay, so I had to refer it to something that I really know, and that will be soccer. But like, there's different leagues and there's different tiers of leagues. So we're gonna put it like that. Like, there's the European League, which is like we'll put it as the NBA. There's the MLS, which is college football, uh, college basketball. Okay. They're both entertaining to watch in their own aspect. Of course, like the gameplay, like in, in like Europe, they're like they're all super high level and like pretty leveled out. Where it does, it might seem sometimes a little bit boring. Because there's not that that random factor of just like oh shit, some something might just randomly happen. As for like college basketball, dude, like and it's the same thing for MLS, man. You could go into the first half and like, oh damn, dude, North Carolina looks like they're just gonna fucking take this away. No, they could just come in, in the second half and miss a bunch, and Kansas just could just go score. There's just that that random factor that plays a lot in like the the not like NBA, because NBA like they're also. They're all really well, like, leveled out because they're all freaking amazing at what they do. So I think just that tier of, like, the level that makes it kind of just, mm, I don't know what the fuck could happen.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
0: Um, I, I think one thing I think has to do with it. Smaller space. There is, uh, since the three-point line is shorter, that is a smaller space that they work in um i i just i i just i don't know dude it's just it's different it's just different it's fast paced <laughs> i i feel like it's definitely more fast paced um if anything i you just don't have the space like in um in nba you don't have the space to do everything you want to do everything's mm-hmm. very spread out in the nba college is like you try to drive everybody's already i I don't know how these guys drive bro there's literally all the people are right there they drive and they have to pass through three or four people which i find it more impressive like how do these dudes drive like this in this in this sport because it's insane but i think also the factor is why we love march madness and whatnot these are not professionals. Most of them will not be professionals. Therefore, some of them can be very hot for some time. But then they could go on cold, dry spells. And like Alex likes to say all the time, ultimately you resort to the mean. And so I think that's what kind of makes it so exciting. This game, we saw not only a good good to great first half from north carolina but the thing is kansas wasn't there they they probably played their worst half they could have they could have played in that position but and that's how i knew i was like dude this is this is college basketball it's not like it's the nba or something or a professional sport in which when a team goes up most of the time they know how to stay up and keep it that way in this college can't especially on a team as talented as kansas the way they performed in that first half i was like dude no way no how and the thing is not to beat on north carolina they were eighth seed i mean they weren't they were kind of a few games away a few losses away from should they even be in the tournament yeah and so ultimately, it's just Kansas is by far the mo- more talented, better team, and they were going to come out and play that way, in which and they did, and they overcame the deficit, ended up winning the game. Um, but shout out to North Carolina. They played hard, they tried they tried to win the whole thing on Coach K's last year, just to rub it in Duke's face, but just came up a little short.
1: I mean, Hu- Hubert Davis, if I have it correct, Hubert Davis, the coach for UNC, beat Coach K last game at Chapel Hill, and then last game ever in the Final Four, which was, I mean, they weren't supposed to be there. You know, he was the first-year head coach, and this team in Kansas had Bill Self, who's been, I don't even know how long, in, in the NCAA and how many championships he's won. But it, it's... It was a game. I thought it was funny that you called it at half. I was freaking out because, yeah, they went must have been seven minutes, eight minutes, nine minutes without a, a score. Like I would watch them just miss layup after layup after layup, and it just frustrated me to no end because this is, for whatever reason, somehow, some way, I put $20 into a, Ma- a March Madness pool, uh, and I got notified on Saturday night that, I I had the uh, the opportunity to win $200 if Kansas wins. So I was very, you know, <laughs> I was rooting for Kansas heavy. um, mm-hmm. And I never bet on sports. And Kansas won, luckily, so I won my 200 bucks, which is nice. But I was pissed that they weren't making layups. And that posed the question of, is it sloppy because they're just worse? Or is the defense better because they play harder? And I think you kind of answered the question, David, for you, in that these are a lot of these guys' last basketball games ever and you you think like oh it it might not mean as much to them because you know they're not they may may not be as good as some people who are going on to play in the professional leagues and they're you know viewing it like oh this is our last dance or whatever i think it's arguably more important to those kids than it is the kids that are trying to improve their draft stock like that bay kid, kid who's i shouldn't call him a kid he's a fully grown man he must be seven feet tall but he I mean, that dude had an opportunity to, and he did, increase his draft stock. And I thought that was great for him. But a lot of those, like the St. Peter's kids, you know, those seniors having that opportunity, that's, that's the, the story they're going to tell their grandchildren. That is the story of their lives. And so it means arguably more to them. But when you play fast and hard and you aren't as good as a professional, it's going to look sloppy. I'm not going to lie. I do like uh, professional basketball more because it's like Alejandro said, a more even playing field. And it's just, you just see things you don't see every once in a while. And it's the same logic I have with, or that you don't see ever, I should say, Um, same logic I have with college football and, and the NFL. I like watching the best of the best. I love college football because our team is good and it's fun to root for them. And we love Jimbo and we love the SEC and the competition, the rivalries and I will feel that burn of rivalry far more in college football than I ever will in the NFL. It doesn't matter what team wins. It doesn't matter what the Texans can go on and win a Super Bowl, and I've got the jerseys and all the nonsense and everything. If A&M beats Alabama on a Seth small field goal to take down the number one seed, you cannot replicate that feeling no matter what happens. You can't replicate it. So I don't know if that's, I care more about the NFL because of the skill level or you know where that plays into it but I definitely don't get that feeling with uh Aggie basketball. So maybe that's just me. Maybe if we if we were a basketball school maybe I'd feel that way about basketball instead of football.
0: We we should have been in the tournament. That's all I that's all I got to say. Dude, I'm not going to harp on, on that, that one. Clink,
1: clink in the NIT championship. That was horrible. Clink clink drop.
0: Not not going to harp on that one, but I don't try to think of, ooh, which one is, ooh, I think NBA is better than college I just enjoy them for what they are. And, and if anything, I feel like college basketball, for some reason, they're more clutch. I oh, have yeah. seen way more clutch shots in college basketball than I have in NBA. And, I, and I've probably watched the amount of NBA games I've watched versus the amount of college basketball games I've watched. i probably watched like five times more NBA games than college basketball. But every time I watch a college basketball game, and it's close at the end, I just expect a clutch shot, and it happens every single time.
1: It's, it's more to play for, right? Like March Madness, there is more to play for it, game in and game out than there is in the NBA playoffs. Because the NBA playoffs, seven-game series, March Madness, you lose, you go home. So it's same logic as Tim Tebow when he talks about college football. He says he likes the, the way that the playoff bracket is set right now. Because every single possession, every single snap counts, and it matters. Because if you lose, you don't get that back. You don't get another opportunity. And in the NFL, it's a little different. You know, it's kind of hard to compare the two sports because it's just the way it is. But I, I think like you're right.
0: I feel the same. I feel like it's still the same way in the NFL. It's win or go home. You yeah, lose. exactly.
1: Well, it is. Are you talking about in the NFL playoffs?
0: Yeah, well, yeah,
1: I mean, you don't you don't it's the same idea, but I think college football, there's probably more clutch things that happen, like you're saying, just offhandedly, because the margin for error is so much smaller than it is in the NFL because of the way the playoff bracket is scheduled right now or, or set up right now. Like you cannot lose if you are in Alabama, you have the opportunity to lose probably one game at Georgia. But if you're in FSU or uh arizona state or uh, uh Penn, i mean it's or pit like you 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 don't have an opportunity to lose you got to win every game like it matters so less margin for error that being said you can also bring in the skill gap argument that you know because the players are more skilled there's even less margin for error in the nfl so there's a lot of different like loose ends that we could tie up on this i was just curious what y'all thought i mean like i said we're not huge basketball college basketball savants we don't we don't keep up with it regularly i'm you know probably won't remember most of these names that played last night except for baycott maybe but bro it was a good game i enjoyed it
0: and one of my props i put in baycott over 30 and a half points rebounds assists, and having no idea who he was i turned on the game and saw that it was the biggest motherfucker on that court and i said yes good job david (laughs) Dude, he <laughs> yes. dominated
1: the first half. It was gross. How and then bad they said he
0: dominated. And then they said he was playing on a on an injured ankle. I'm like, no, that's yeah. why nobody really talked about him too much on taking his prop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but dude. he's still
0: still still balled out. He's whew, big boy. Dominating force down in the paint.
1: Dude, crushed it. And then uh you're gonna have to look at the status of the the kid love. On UNC, what is his name? Courtney or what's his first name? Something. Caleb Love. You're gonna have to look up the status to him because it looked like he tore his Achilles and he kept playing. So that dude, because he got called, it was like seven or eight minutes left, and yeah, pull it up see if, if there's anything on it. But um he, it was like seven or eight minutes left, and he took a wrong step. It was one of those where he he was alone, and it made me just think, oh god, Achilles. And he like waved. And then I think he's, he, he realized, like, this is a championship game. Like, I might not get to play again. And he waved him off and played the whole game, the rest of the game, on that injured Achilles or calf or whatever it was. That was really impressive. And the fact that he was still going full speed, like, a couple minutes later was even more impressive. So these, Shout out to,
0: these, these to Kansas, hard, too. Uh, Kansas, good sportsmanship. When yeah. Baycott, towards the end of the game, rolled his ankle, the same ankle that was injured already. He rolled it again. Yeah. He was obviously down on the other side of the court. Kansas had a four on five. They could have easily just done anything, literally anything they wanted. One person was going to be open, but instead they held on to the ball and waited for him to come down court. So that way they could call timeout, injury timeout. And I was actually even very more surprised. Of a sport,
1: even more of a sportsmanship move was stepping out of bounds and giving them the possession back with three seconds left. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but it was crazy to me how the commentator was like, what are they doing? Like yeah. they had a four on five. Dah, 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 dah. They, they had a great opportunity to, to go up, blah, blah, blah. I think they were still tied at this time. And I was just like, Why why are you knocking them, bro? Like I it's think the right up thing.
1: One. I think they yeah, they
0: were like up one. Like up one. They were yeah. like barely, but I was just like, stop knocking them, bro. It's the right thing to do. Do you you do you want they want to beat this team at their best? five oh, yeah. people on the court, bro. So, you know, shout out to them. I thought that was that was a good thing to do and I knew when they did that they were going to win cuz I was like that's that's just good karma. Bro. That's good energy. So,
1: yeah, absolutely. Nothing on his injury. Does it just it just looks like he just hurt it somehow. Well, maybe he won't release it right now because he doesn't want to say anything with this draft stock coming up and the way he played and all that cuz he was a standout player yesterday. I mean, he played hard amazing to me how many shots these guys miss though in comparison to the NBA you watch them and the sloppiness you can definitely tell it's like I don't think it's that I think they just get tired like you saw that that what was that dude who got on his knees but buff John puff Johnson I think his name was and he was on his knees like throwing up on the court I don't think I've ever seen that before a guy who was so gassed he started throwing up pull up pull up the the, the stats again I'll be able to pick it out based on his name uh yeah i think it was was it puff johnson pull up his picture he had like a like a fro like a fro mohawk i'm serious
0: what if his picture doesn't have a fro well, what if the time he took his pictures he had a braids
1: well i'll be able to tell based on his face pull, pull up a photo <laughs> puff johnson i think that's who it was yeah that was him yeah puff johnson he was throwing up on the court yesterday you ever seen that before you ever seen anybody stop and throw up no, no, I've no. never seen that. And he played, what, 17 minutes?
0: <laughs> hey, maybe he had some bad red meat. I don't know. He had to have. Or that's, that's the first thing I thought. He probably had an impossible burger. That's probably Ooh. what
1: happened. Ooh, an impossible burger.
0: <laughs> but That's pretty much everything I, I have I, on the game. Yeah, I wanted to get your take on, before we, we wrap this up, I want to get your take on some of these props here since you are the PGA specialist oh
1: I haven't here. done a ton of
0: cuz I mean I just I just want to see what your thoughts are what is it like mm that's pretty fair so like you know you got strokes for round 1 they got Tiger Woods 73 and a half like does that sound what what uh, does that mean uh, what does that sound when you see when you hear that what that means what he's going to
1: shoot head? he's going to shoot one over in order to It's one, if he shoots one over, then you win. If you bet, you know, he will break 73 and a half. But if he shoots two over, oh man. Uh, There's so many factors. Like the way the grass is cut is the first thing. And then he hasn't played in a major tournament since his knee snapped in February. Or his leg, his tibia and his fibia.
0: Yeah, Um, because he he is a little higher than you got. They have on here, uh, Justin Thomas. At seventy, Cameron Smith at seventy, Dustin Johnson at seventy, Jordan Spieth, is that right, Spieth?
1: Mm, yeah, I would. JT, at, I like JT. I would, I, I would think about JT shooting under seventy
0: because they have I mean, all these guys, not Tiger Woods, and their their strokes projection are a lot lower. Well, I would take lot, that
1: but, JT one. He's got pretty good odds to win. And he's good. I mean, he's world number two or something like that. Cam Smith is another one. Cam Smith is coming. Cameron Smith. He's coming off a win. Um, Mm. He's been on fire recently. And usually, you know, he I don't. He hasn't won a Masters. Um, John Rahm is always a good bet. John Rahm is the best in the world right now. He's he's so freaking good. He's the one that skipped it across the water and made that hole in one. That's who John Rahm is.
0: The Um, thing is, when it comes to the Masters, it's always like somebody that. So I feel like it's always a dark horse.
1: Sometimes, I, I yeah.
0: I feel like Sometimes. a good amount of time. Like, when Tiger Woods last won it, when was that? Two, three years ago? 19. I think it was. Nobody expected him to win it. I mean, it was yeah. Tiger Woods, but nobody expected him to win it. Which was kind of a great moment, honestly. Great moment to see Tiger win a, win a major again, but...
1: Uh. I mean yeah, I'll and tell you the winners here.
0: And then and then I, I have some questions about some of these stats. What is greens and regulation? What the hell does that mean?
1: So that means that you get on the green before uh you, you are putting for birdie by the time you were on the green. So on a par three, par is three. Mm-hmm. So if you land on the green on your first shot, you hit the green in regulation. If you're on a par four, you drive the ball into the fairway. That's your first shot. And then your second shot, if you landed on the green, you are putting for birdie. You are on the green in regulation. So
0: So anything. So when you're ahead, so as long as you're putting before par.
1: Yeah. So if you, if, if I on a par four drive and then I hit my second shot and it's not on the green and then I chip it on, then I'm putting for par and that's not green in regulation.
0: Ah yeah that was one of the ones i was looking here because i know birdies are better you know birdies is minus one right or is it minus two minus one minus one i mean
1: i wouldn't say that there's been like a lot of dark horses i mean mean, last year was a dark horse sure but dj the night the year before in 21 then tiger patrick reed sergio garcia jordan spieth won it bubba adam scott i mean it's Usually somebody who's pretty well-known. Hideki last year, I think, was lightning in a bottle. I don't I didn't really remember it last year. I don't think I was watching it too much.
0: Okay, um, then it must have just been me not knowing who any of these guys are.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think JT's a good pick uh, to shoot under 70. I think JT is probably... I don't know how well, he's been doing. I like Cam Smith this year, though. I think Cam Smith might win it because he's has been on pro- fire.
0: On these props, they literally have a specific hole. like They have hole four... Are they, yeah. the 12, yeah. are they gonna hit the green in regulation? Hole twelve. Are they gonna hit the green in regulation? I'm like, why those specific two holes? What's going on with those two holes?
1: Because those those holes are incredibly difficult. I don't know the the Augusta like that, but hole four, if I'm thinking of it correctly, uh, is it the one that is over the water? No, I think one of them that you're talking about is the one that. Yep, it's hole twelve. Hole twelve is like. It's impossible. So there's like you hit you hit the shot and there's a shelf of grass is what we call you call it a shelf, which is basically just like a drop off. And so you'll hit the ball and then it'll kind of start to slope down, but you don't see where it lands. And there's water at the bottom of the shelf. So if you hit it, you're hitting it blind and you're hoping that you don't reach the water. But if you're also if you're sitting on the shelf on a slant, then you have to hit your second shot like leaning down over the water onto the green. So That's why they say greening regulation on that one because that's a, that's a tough hole. They actually have a recreation of that hole uh, at a golf course called Tour 18. They take like all famous holes from around the world and they recreate them shittily and <laughs> try and maintain them to the best of their ability. It's pretty cool. It's pretty fun to play those courses, but God, are they hard.
0: Last question. Amen Corner Shots.
1: Amen cor- Amen's Corner? Yeah. That's, a, that's another just- golf hole. So it's two. It's two holes.
0: So it's not amen like Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. It's, no, it, it I'm, is. I'm, I'm, I'm it it oh. is. It sounds like a corner shot that you just praying goes in. <laughs> oh, please let this go in. Amen. Boom.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, amen corner is uh, is no joke. Um, that's like that's one of Augusta's like famous deal. That's like their thing. That that's what uh... is. It's twelve and thirteen, if I remember correctly, and. The thing with aiming corners, that's the one that's also on all the Tour 18 holes. It's like the famous Augusta National hole because it's Mm. so ridiculously hard. Because the thing that makes golf like this, this situation, so like what makes this course so hard is the undulation and then the thin fairways. Like you have to hit the ball perfectly straight, and then every single shot you take is not going to be flat. You are going to be on a hill. And so you have to predict the way that you hit the ball, how it's going to spin based on how it spins there's such a small margin for error that if it spins you'll end up in the water and then you're out of the tournament because it's that like one shot and you're you're done like you, there's no way you won't even like you could you could miss the cut like people will put it in the water If you put it in the water like two times on your first round you're not making the cut you're done you go home so it's 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 a tough course but i'm really excited for it. we have so your bet deal the over and- bet <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who knows? At this point, I would just take the JT bet. I'd take John Rahm. I'd take all the favorites, and we'll see what happens. Somebody will collapse, but you can never really predict who it is. I personally would not take a Tiger bet this weekend, personally. Tiger has a track record of saying that he is good to play. He's fine. He can do it. And then halfway through the tournament, he just is done. He just physically can't keep going. And he even said in his presser today, I watched it, he said, Know I'm feeling I feel fine like swinging the club I can do it but like walking around is is the tough part and you like think about that it's like well it's because there's a lot of like I mean he broke his tibia and his fibia his shin bone so like that's that's what he broke I think it's a shin or might be his his fibia one of them is no the femur is up top so yeah he broke both of his shin bones um, and yeah so that's one that you watch and I've seen him come back from injury too short and this and it's been less serious injuries than this. He just taps out halfway through the, through the the round.
0: Or so wait, the, the that tournament. means he does he does he won't even like the round. He would he finish like this first round the first day? Would he finish that or, nah?
1: I mean I don't know. Like that's the. Has thing. Has there been that...
0: circumstances where he doesn't finish one the whole day? He goes through like half the first day and he's just like, yeah, I'm I'm Gucci guys. I'll see you I, next
1: time. I don't know. I know he's tapped out of a lot of tournaments before I don't know what days. I will tell you right now that I I truly don't think that he will finish this weekend. Like I really I I don't I don't know why he's doing this. Like it doesn't make any sense to me because he has the perfect excuse to keep rehabbing, but it's just at the end of the day it's just Tiger freaking Woods, man. Like he just wants the competition. He misses it and he will keep playing until he cannot play. And I I truly think he will not finish because again, we're talking 13 months ago, he almost lost one of his legs and to come back and play a professional sport, however you view it physically, like however taxing you view it, it's still a professional sport. You have to play it to a, like a perfect level. I just, I don't know, man, that's, that's tough to do. I can't, if he did, if he did this. If he was even in contention on Sunday, it's like amazing to me. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about the thought of him being in contention on Sunday. It would be inhuman of him. Yeah, look at look at him. Like, what does it say? So yeah, look at that. His tibia is broken in two places. His fibula is broken in two places, and so they had to stick a rod straight through his tibia down to his ankle. And it's like it almost looks like a Jenga, like a Jenga deal with his bone. And that was 13 months ago. This is also the guy, though, that had a torn ACL and went and did Navy SEALs training. So, you, or it might have been Green Beret training, one of the two. Um, I mean, this dude does not feel pain until it, like, until I've seen him, like, walk. And it, I remember when he fell, he, like, just fell down one, one tournament. Yeah, look at his car, dude. The car is completely destroyed. Yeah, it's amazing he lived, to be honest. I wouldn't take a Tiger bet. I'd bet JT or Cam Smith. That's mine too. I like JT. Bad. But Cam Smith has on it been on a roll. I'm excited for it. I'll hopefully catch some of it this weekend.
0: <laughs> hopefully. Uh, is that it? Is that everything? Is there any NFL news? Um Eagles and Saints exchange oh, draft picks. Right. I don't really care. For that. God knows what reason. Yeah, seriously. I guess we'll, we'll, we'll see what the end actual end result of that is and then we'll probably go over that. Yeah. Just to see maybe there maybe it was a, a plot to a bigger bigger trade coming or something.
1: I still haven't um I haven't seen the new Marvel stuff either. I Haven't seen Moon Knight. Have y'all watched the first episode now? Yeah, I don't really have an interest. It's kind of weird. Like I just I put it on the other day and I was like, I don't want to watch this. I don't really care for this. And I haven't seen Morbius either, but I think Morbius will be pretty sick. It's just kinda weird they release like a vampire movie, and it's April. you know, like I feel like that'd be better placed in like October. <laughs> you <know? laughs> if you put something scary like that, I just feel like october Covid would be a good good spot, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Sheesh. um anyway, two fans you know where to find us at slice devil's pod on Twitter at slice devils podcast on Instagram. Also on YouTube, Slice Devils Podcast and TikTok, Slice Devils Podcast. If you didn't know, we're Slice Devils Podcast and we will see you next time.